Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill and brought to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDOM300, and you can follow our main account at Huskies on Tap. I'm like <laughs> cutting onions, bro. I'm holding back. Like a super emotional day, uh, a super awesome day, like professionally for me. Like Ford Field is a top notch facility. Absolute, you know, greatest hospitality. I some fire food, give them five stars. Best food on the season, I'll say, between the three spots that I've gone to games at. And uh, honestly, it's crazy how it works this way. Coach Hammock talked, you know, the team have always talked about finding the ability to put a team away early. And everything came full circle for them today. You saw a team that went up early, showed no remorse on the defensive side of the ball, were in the backfield creating havoc, were getting turnovers. C.J. Brown had a pick six. Dylan Thomas had an insane diving interception, like falling backwards to halt a drive. Absolute all guts, all glory, the best performance I've seen all season from this team. The play calling was phenomenal. Like, there was some plays on offense or on defense where you're like, coach definitely put them in the right position to make that play. And as someone who, I don't know, it's not, I'm like, I'm not traditional media. I will eventually, like, have to become a traditional media guy. Or maybe I just, I'm always a team guy. Maybe I'll just always be a a team reporter. We'll see how the future goes. But, like, as someone who was, who was a fan of the team before I started doing this and is still a fan of the team. And just like with Notre Dame and with the bears and all my, you know, the Cubs, the bulls, maybe not as much the other sports, but definitely football because there's only 16 games, 12 games, you know, however, however, which way you want to cut it. I live and die with every week. I live and die with every result, with every snap and being, someone who has the ability to interview these guys and, and get the real insight and be able to put my own spin on it and to, you know, to have a live show and to have an audience, like you're listening to me right now. I am extremely blessed and extremely thankful for uh, just this season. And like, it's, it's been a wild ride. And uh, what about four minutes left? I had to, uh, had to go slide to the bathroom and just be like, bro, like, Holy shit. Like I only ever won one championship playing sports. The only championship I've ever really been a fan of was the Cubs winning in 2016. And then like this right here, my entire life, I've never seen the bears do it. Notre Dame do it. And, you know, I, I show up on campus maybe three, four years ago, I become a fan and I start covering the team and just to be able to be a part of these moments and to be able to, to help people out with news or, or stories or getting to know our players better has just been like the dopest experience of my professional career. And getting into the game, it was the Jay Ducker show. It was the Mason Blakemore show. Rocky had two touchdowns on the ground. Clint was running all over the defense. He had a touchdown as well. And it will go unnoticed because – 
a lot of potential catches for Trayvon Rudolph ended up being DPIs or holdings. I think he actually had like four throughout the game that were DPIs or holdings. He ends up with a probably like the catch of the year, like toe drag swag. The pass from Rocky was an NFL level pass, a professional quarterback level pass. Like he looked better than any Lions quarterback has all season on that field. And I would put him up there with some of the best other quarter, other team quarterback uh, performances at Ford field for the season, that throw, hang that throw in the Louver. And I'll always remember that play. Cause like, it's crazy. I, I just got off the phone with my dad and he's like, they had the lead. They were controlling the game, but when it got back down to 14, it wasn't like he was worried. Cause he, you know, he's, he's a fan too. He's rooting for the guys. He, uh, Kind of just said, like, yo, it just was a little uneasy. And then you get the pick six from C.J. Brown. <laughs> in the press conference, he goes, we can score, too? Like, in a in a, uh, in a a surprise voice. And I don't know, man. It was a surreal day uh, to be able to see, you know, just, just this week, we had Dylan and Lance DeVoe on this podcast. And, you know, Dylan comes away with an interception, several tackles. Lance comes away with a bunch of TFL, some sacks, and just a handful of other tackles on top of that. And they both come away as MAC champions. And as much as like I like to to ride my own wave when I'm correct about a game plan, Dylan and Lance literally came on the show, laid out the blueprint, and went out there with the guys and, and everyone else involved, Nick Routine, James Esther, Michael Kennedy, Jordan Gandy, everybody. Like, it was a full team performance to see them go out there and make sure that Dustin Crum wasn't going to be able to win this game with his arm, and they were going to have to work for every single inch on that field. They held Kent State, one of the highest scoring offenses in the entire nation, and one of the highest tempo offenses in the entire nation to zero points in the first half, zero. For the first time this year, we held a team to zero points in the first half. They run 73.8 plays a game. They honestly have been one of the higher tempo offenses and one of the offenses that have put up a lot of points in the Mac. And last time we played them, they scored 52, scored a lot in that second quarter. And, as much flack as the defense has caught this year, as much BS people put on Twitter and in the Facebook groups and all that shit, they came to play. They brought their lunch pail and their hard hats today. And I'm not even giving an individual game ball. They gave the individual uh, players of the game to CJ Brown deserved John Richardson hit all his kicks, kept everything in bounds, even had a tackle if I'm not mistaken today. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they gave it to Jay Ducker. Jay Ducker with a nice little clean sweep on the awards was able to go out there and get it done with the boys. And uh, yeah, like tomorrow we find out who will play in a bowl game. I'm recording this on Saturday uh, back at my hotel, Shitbox Hotel. If you know, you know, but it's the hard way. Uh, I'm just sitting here watching football, just kind of hanging out, getting ready to uh, just enjoy this win because you don't get them often. And uh, even Coach Hammock said in the press conference before the game, you know, you have to embrace it 
because you don't know when you're going to be back. And like, I have a feeling we'll be back sooner rather than later with the, with the team, the way it is currently constructed, but it's always good to uh, live in the moment and enjoy it. And honestly, like, I just felt like a little kid today. Like, even though, you know, obviously I don't play on the team, like as a fan of the team, it was just uh, one of the most incredible experiences. And I hope if you were able to get out to Husky stadium or if you were, (laughs) I'm not even cutting that. If you were able to get out to Husky stadium East also shout out to the fans heard came out in numbers, definitely outnumbered Kent state. Definitely were loud and proud. I heard a couple chants. I heard a Rocky chant. I heard some NIU chants. I heard all sorts of chants today. I did not hear a fire Nagy, so I'm glad that they were respectful in that fashion. But, yeah, like, this team defied all odds. They battled against adversity all season long. They battled against, you know, one-possession games. And isn't it just crazy? that to bookend it all, at the end of the season, they find a way to win a game in the most convincing fashion that they have all year. And just, like, they're so young. Like, you have to just look at it for what it is. Like, we lose guys like Tyrese and Braden and Clint and Zemaine March and Lance, but they're the repeat season from everything that I gathered in the press conference, coach Hammocks are full eyes on the repeat and uh, full eyes focused on that repeat. And yeah, like take some time, definitely coaching staff, long year, stressful year, a lot of hours. Like you guys, just as much as the players deserve so much credit because as you guys say, you know, buy the dip, trust the process. And I know a lot of these things sound like cliche coach speak and you can say, you know, it is what it is, but they are turning boys into men. They're, you know, they're getting them at 17, eight. Some guys show up when they're 17, they show up early in January. Some guys 18 when they get there, some guys take red shirts, some guys play right away. We only have one transfer player right now and that's Aaron Collins, but it's arguably the best time in the last five or so years to be a Husky fan, to be a Husky player, just to be a Husky student, all of the above. Um, and there's a day that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life, like just a great day. Uh, a lot of memories, Rocky with the easy touchdowns. He's like, I got to pull, I got to pull my phone up because I got the quotes. I was doing some, some mad work in the press conference because I didn't, it wasn't like the normal setup. We didn't have desks. We just had uh, like a regular chair. And uh, so, yeah, Coach Hammock's original statement. So I'm going to read it for what I was able to like, this is the abbreviated. This is like what I was able to type, but Coach Hammock said, thank you to the administration. He said, I can't thank them enough for giving me the opportunity to come home by the dip. No team has gone winless the year before and won a conference championship the next season. Believing is the hardest part or is the hardest thing to get a team to do. All we did was work together as a football team, as a staff, and we became a team. And he said, I can't be prouder of everyone involved. We all work together. There is going to be good days and bad days. And that belief turned into a championship. We are the best team in the MAC until proven otherwise. And he was saying that at the beginning of the year, they proved it week in and week out. 
Uh, Jay, I asked him about his opportunity to step up and be that number one guy. And he said, you know, you, you got to do what you do. And when your opportunity comes, we said, he said, when your opportunity comes, you got to take advantage of it. He said, you know, we set a goal at the end of the day and they went out and achieved it. So it was an extremely proud moment to be uh, a Mac champion. And a couple of the other ones, yeah, coach or Rocky said, uh, said he, or Coach Amick said, because he kind of not interrupted Rocky, but it, it was like the most laid back and, and funny and fun press conference. Like it was, it was one of the best ones of the year. And uh, Coach Amick goes, he goes, yeah, Rocky had the opportunity earlier in the game and he pulled it and he should have, he should have handed it off. So he had to make sure not to mess it up the next time. And uh, Rocky said, yeah, and I, I was able to fix it later in the game. So uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta love the performance and what that guy has brought to this campus for this team. But he said the way that they were running the football, they had to get guys out there to stop it and they didn't honor him on the edge. So he was able to take advantage of it. And uh, the final quote, and this was, this was one of the most meaningful quotes and just great co- quotes. You know, you get that raw emotion in that moment. And, uh, I asked Coach Hammock what this championship meant to him and, you know, specifically to the program. And uh, he said he had a moment of reflection out there on the field with his grandmother. And he said his grandfather passed away a couple of years ago, but he said that he always believed in him. And he said before anyone else did, the last time that he saw him, he was just smiling. We spent four or five hours together right before. And he said the last time he walked out, I ever saw him, he said, because you're going to be great. And he kept that belief in me until the day that he died. And uh, that was like a tearjerker moment for me, just just seeing what that moment meant to Coach Hammock and uh, being able to share that moment with his grandmother, with his team, his alma mater, his fan base, uh, all of it. And uh, seeing that Gatorade bath and that smile and just the way that he's gone to work on this program and the results have showed up, Give him AP Coach of the Year, man. Don't even waste the time. Like, it's incredible, man. And uh, that was, like, one of those moments where, like, you know, I ask questions every single day. I ask questions in interviews. There's questions in my regular life. I ask questions in the press conferences. And, like, you never know what you're going to get. You just write it down. And just knowing, like, what today meant to Coach Hammock and for him to be able to get – for him and his family and the program, uh, amazing stuff. But for me on the offensive side of the ball, I'm going O-line. Uh, obviously, the easy choice would be Jay Ducker in the running back room, but seeing the O-line have such a dominating performance after last time out against Kent State, it wasn't much of the same. Uh, It was great to see that and for them to go out there and have that performance in this spot, keep Rocky's jersey clean, open up the holes for the backs to get up to the second level of the defense and to, you know, ultimately make them pay. Phenomenal performance from uh, what many say is the best offensive line in the MAC. On the defensive side of the ball, if I had to key in on one person, I would say C.J. Brown. it shouldn't go understated that C.J. Brown really grew into being a quality college football safety this year. And I'm not saying he was a bad player last year, but C.J. Brown was able to 
to really transform into an explosive player, a player that's able to create turnovers, a quality tackler, and just someone that you really have to work hard to get around. And just absolutely incredible with that pick six. I, I was like typing up a tweet and I hear the crowd roar and I look up and I just see him running towards the end zone. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like that was kind of the moment that it hit me when we went up 24 to three, I was like, this, this is it. Like we're going to win the Mac championship. It was that moment for me, but special teams, I'll go John Richardson made his kicks, did his thing, kept the kicks inbounds, had a lot of kickoffs today with all the points that they were able to score. And, uh, he did his thing. But incredible day to be an incredible day, uh, an incredible day to go one and oh, and I'm going to get this one expedited quickly. This will be considered an emergency podcast. I mean, we just won the championship for Christ's sakes. I'm getting like texts left and right to come back to fatties. I am very tempted to do so. Uh, it would be disrespectful to me to say that I even slept last night because I'm just an absolute creature and, uh, I don't know games that I used to play and I wouldn't get a lot of sleep in games that I'm a big fan of. I don't get a lot of sleep the night before. And I was just like watching, I ended up watching like the same episode of sports center, like three times. Uh, I made it all the way up to the point where they were replaying the basketball game. And I'm not talking about like the, the 9 PM. Game. I'm talking about the seven o'clock, like the, the Hawks, the six or the East coast teams. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was just a, uh, one of those nights where you're just thinking about everything that could happen the next day and how great of a day it could be or, or uh, how bad of a day it could be. And I'm glad that today our guys were out, our guys were able to come out victorious. They were able to gain that experience of winning a championship of setting a goal at the beginning of the season and going out and accomplishing it, accomplishing it. And yeah, I'd be rambling at this point. We're definitely going to try and do a uh, full season recap at some point, or to try and get Coach Hammock on the show. We obviously have another live show uh, to have down the road, but we won't know, you know, really what's going on with that until the bowl game is announced, which will be tomorrow morning. So I'll have an episode midweek. I don't know what the media schedule will be like as it's not the regular season anymore. So, I mean, I know the guys are probably still practicing, but I will keep you guys posted uh, to the future of what episodes will be coming out and when. But I'm not leaving. I don't know what the future holds. I don't have anyone to take over the show. And I'm not really ready to give up the show. Um, You guys probably saw the tweet. But especially after a day like today, like, I'm not leaving. I got to figure out some things. Like, I never intended on leaving on tap. It was just the whole logistics of living in DeKalb. And I don't believe I'm going to be living in DeKalb come next fall. But We'll cross that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, this was another episode of Huskies on Tap, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at bdon300, and you can follow my main account. And you can follow the main account at Huskies on Tap. Today, uh, we recap the MAC championship victory for our NIU Huskies, 41 to 23. Won the West. Won the whole conference. Did the damn thing this year. Couldn't be more proud of that bunch of guys. And to be honest, of all the six people that we talked to, I think that might be a record for one week talking to six different players. They all did their one of one and they all committed 
to what they said they were going to do. And they went out there and did it. And I couldn't be more proud of those guys. And I'm excited, very excited to see two things. If they rank us, because I think we have an opportunity to at least get ranked maybe in the final poll of the season, maybe after bowl season, and who we're going to play in a bowl game, whether it's a power five, if it's not a power five, I want it to be another conference champion. So like whoever wins this app state Louisiana game or not Cincinnati, <laughs> if they lose to Houston, the game was a one point game. Last time I saw it, Cincinnati will probably win. I'm just being a tweet, but I want to see them play like the winner of the conference USA, like maybe UTSA, that would be a good game or a power five opponent, but we'll get, you know, we'll get there. Take a look at the bowl show tomorrow, the college football selection playoff show. Uh, pray for me, as you guys all know, I'm also a Notre Dame fan, and it's been it's been the most hectic week to be a Notre Dame fan, but my eyes were on the prize and, and covering this this game and making sure I got all my episodes done, touched all my bases, and uh, we did it. Husky Nation, they did it. We did it. Fans celebrate, crack them, have a beer. I hope you guys were able to use our promo code with Vivid Seats, but I got nothing else for you guys. I got an episode to edit. I got uh, plans, I guess, now to figure out. I don't know what I'm going to do. I I could go back tonight. I could stay out here. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of just watching football and kicking it. But, again, Huskies. this was Huskies on Tap, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill and brought to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. Give us a follow at BeatOn300 and at Huskies on Tap. We'll be back with you guys next week, probably with just one episode, we'll say. But we got nothing else for you guys. Your 2021 MAC champions. And go Husky. I got drink of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drink of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. Bad bitch, bad habits. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. 12 put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Hard away, hard away, hard away, jumping it hard away.